Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are directly to your favorite stars. Grab a 30 day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. La, 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 LaCroix. LaCroix sparkling water delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. And you know that I love all of that. Hang on one sec. There are 27 LaCroix. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so excited. There are 27 LaCroix flavors. The newest additions to the family are Limoncello and Pastique. LaCroix sparkling waters, they're gluten-free, they're vegan, kosher, and non-GMO, Whole30 approved, and environmentally friendly. LaCroix cans are sustainable and recyclable, and they're the first on the market to be produced without BPA liner. So enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. Check them out. Uh, You could follow them at LaCroix, or you can visit their website to figure out where you could buy LaCroix at www.lacroix.com. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, adulters. What up, mother fathers? Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And uh, we're both adults. Adults. <laughs> and if you're an adult or just trying to be one, guess what? This is the show for you. Um, happy Tuesday or whenever you're catching up. Uh, I want to start us off with an adulting win and fail because we just came off a, a pretty cool weekend. So, I'd say, yeah, do you want to start? All right, I'll start. Um, okay, my adulting win is clearly the fact that this was my very first Mother's Day, and uh, I didn't know exactly what to expect because it's a unique experience, you know, doing it under these conditions, but it was really special. And let me walk uh-huh. you through real quick uh, how my morning went. I got to sleep in because uh, big old Andrew Daddy over here took Gio. I don't know. Just... I'll take, I've been hitting the weights in the last <laughs> three, four months. <laughs> okay. So you took Gio in the morning and disappeared for a little while. Yep. And by the time I woke up. What time up, was that at? Oh man, he was an early riser. How weird is it that on Mother's Day, he decided I'm breaking all the rules. I'm waking up at 545 in the morning mm-hmm. and uh, that's life. I want to play. I want to be, you know, up and at it. It's weird. I want, in my head, I'm still thinking, and it was on a Sunday, which to me like means something like who gets up at 545 on it's a Sunday. It's almost like he knew that you guys had a mission to bust. I guess. Who knew? But also it doesn't matter now. Once you have a kid, like they don't care what day of the week it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Duh. You're just realizing that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to teach him Saturday and Sunday. Man, oh, sleep you in sleep a in, bit. you sleep in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's a he's a strict early riser. Except for today, he woke up a little later. Anyway, so you guys woke up. You went outside into the garden or the yard and foraged the garden. I wanted to say garden, okay, <laughs> because it sounds so like romantic. It sounds nice, okay. But whatever, you were in the yard, and you went and picked a bunch of the beautiful roses that 
um, have been like Dude, don't take in my full win. bloom. Oh, that's your win? It's part of it. Okay, whatever. So then I woke up and I saw this gorgeous display of roses and one of our prettier vases that we've yet to use. <laughs> and you had a card, which let me tell you guys, we're not adults in this region. We have greeting cards for the pure reason that one of my mom friends in my mommy and me group owns a greeting card company and sent us like a bundle of them just as they were like sort of closing for COVID times. And you use the, I just can't card. Dude, it's <laughs> resourceful. It's the word that no, comes I know, to mind. And it makes me laugh. Cause then I open the card. It says, I just can't on the top. Dot, and then dot, the dot. inside it says, believe that you are some, I don't even know exactly what it says, but it was just like really cute the way that you swung it or spun it. So that's my win. It was Dude, just special. It's, it's called being creative Yeah, with limited resources. I'm going to jump right into the... Wait, no, I have a fail. Oh, you have a fail? Yeah, I do have a fail. So I've been struggling with some anxiety. Um, eh? Yeah, I have. I've been struggling with some anxiety. And I think um, yesterday was... Or mother, when Mother's Day, you know, went down, we had, we had decided to have our own mothers over and social distance outside um, for a little brunch action, pancakes and coffee. And... I, up until the very second they arrived and even throughout they were here, like I still had anxiety that we were doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I get just that. got scared. Like I, I would have little I, things trigger me. Like what if something's wrong? Like what if they're, like if someone sniffled or something, like I would, oh, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, we don't really watch the news or consume the media anymore around the COVID stuff. But I think you saw enough in the beginning that, it just instilled some fear, you know, you still see people social distancing like they're supposed to. Um, but even when you take all the precautions, like even you're like, you gotta have some interaction, you know? Yeah. I'm kind of jumping around here, but I just feel like, like I, I get it because oh, that's our coffee that's, machine. <laughs> it's like it turned on itself and it's calling me. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what I'm saying is, is, is I get it. Like we've been doing it long enough at this point where like this, the social distance and quarantining, um, is kind of like become normal in a sense. Yeah. And like now the interaction at whatever level feels that is so feels weird. And it feels like wrong. And it's so weird to say that. Like I, I woke up this morning and I said, I'm so actually bummed that we had them both here and we didn't take any pictures because we were too afraid to be like, public about the fact that we had yeah. them here and now i don't even have pictures with our moms on my first mother's day do you have mental pictures of course but like do you know what i mean like it's just weird right like isn't yeah. that a weird thought like we were so cautious and like didn't get super close and lovey-dovey or any of that and we didn't even get an opportunity like well anyways no i get it i thought about so that's that my fail multiple times <laughs> uh. it's yeah it's a special moment and uh, obviously we wish it was different but it's neither good nor bad. It just is. is it? I knew you were going to so, say that. So, look, there's going to be another one. There's going to be other days that we can celebrate. We can treat it just like a Mother's Day. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. No, no. So, that was your fail. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, my win, it's going to go back to the flowers, baby. It's called being resourceful and creative. Mm -hmm. I, so, Whole Foods, if there's any guys listening or for the girls, tell your guys, if your Whole Foods, if you have one around you, does flowers, like these are the most legit flowers. So for very little money, because flowers can be really expensive for no reason at all, <laughs> but for little money, your guy can go pick out 
a bunch of uh, bundles mm-hmm. or, you know, one, whatever, however many they want. And then they wrapped it in like parchment paper or craft paper or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and they make it look super beautiful. And for like 30, 40 bucks, which normally would cost you easily over a hundred, you can have this massive bouquet of flowers. Let me interject for one quick second, just because you have an eye for that. Like you are actually, yeah, I like doing so it. you can put together a beautiful bouquet and it's just like better than what you could buy pre-made. So it's like, that's not for everyone. Some people like going in and knowing that like it's been crafted before, but they do that too. I mean, this yeah, is no, like, not an ad for Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods, but, um, They'll do that too. And if you need some help picking stuff out, like if you want to do the custom thing, they'll mm-hmm. help you pick stuff out if yeah. you need it. Anyways, long story short, you can make a, a beautiful bouquet of flowers, but I didn't have the chance to do that. I went by two Whole Foods. There were lines like out to the street, the social distance lines. I want no part in that. <laughs> so I just kept Not to on. mention, you haven't even been to a market. So you were going to actually go to a market? Yeah, for that, you. That's very sweet. Yeah, but I just kept on going, baby. Yeah. Anyways, kept on going. Went to two wasn't having it. So I came back and thought like, well, what can I do? I've, you know, put my blood, sweat and tears into (laughs) some roses. Um, so I picked some roses, baby. First thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. 6am Geo and I are out. Like random, like, I don't even know what you would call them, like clippings from other plants to make it look like earthy and yeah. So we just got creative. So limited resources put together what I thought was still a beautiful thing of flowers and that's the win. And we're moving on. And the fail is, um, I don't have one and that's also a win. What? Well, Good for you. Yeah. We'll just call it that. Okay. M- moving on. Okay, cool. Um so that's that's honestly um I'm going to say this right now because it's just on the top of mind. It's like a a flower arrangement that you picked and like did yourself. That's all I needed. But what I needed yeah. more was what came with it. A hug and a kiss. Mm, yep. That Brought was that love, baby. so special. And the card, needed right? that. And the card is I just think, sweet I, and I'll keep I it think, forever. In my opinion, I don't care what anybody gets me. Like mm-hmm. if you have a card and like I can tell that like you took some time to put some thought and like write something out, write your feelings out or whatever. And like it's typically stuff like you wouldn't say out loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care what you got me as a gift, if any gift at all, but like a card like that means way more than the flowers or a gift or whatever. I'm really glad that we're both on the same page with that because neither one of us ever have to feel pressure to buy each other anything. And we're just not like, we're not great gift givers. We're not great gift givers and we're not big on things. No, but I will say this. But we like experiences. I'm going to toot my own horn here for one second. I'm not a good gift giver. I hate, I think I said this before. I hate giving gifts on the days that you're supposed to give gifts. A lot of times, like, call it whatever you want. I think these are made-up holidays. No. Okay. They're not made you up. You don't like being told what to do. No, but also, like, I don't want to go get in line to do something that everyone else it's is doing. Expected. More like You don't like expected. Yeah. I don't have to make a reservation at a restaurant. Like, I'm, I'm not into that. I would rather do it when it's unexpected mm-hmm. and way more special. You know what I mean? I Like, I always that. like surprising. I don't like to do something when somebody knows that it's coming because that's no fun. I I agree. I don't even think I knew that I loved that until I got with someone like you and realized how much more special it is when you just randomly come home with like something little for me or you yeah. say something or do something that's special. But it's a balance though because sometimes I don't deliver oh, yeah. on a day that like everyone's supposed to deliver. That is But in my head I so feel like true. I make up for it <laughs> on other random days. You know what I mean? Sure. 
So if it's not your style, obviously it's not going to work for you. And then I got to, I got to be better at delivering on the days I'm supposed to, but yada, yada. Yeah. Moving on. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. I think that you do things fine. And I think that. that I need to be, you know, and I think I am the right partner for an exchange like that because. Yeah. You're pretty chill, but mean- also I care a lot about like how you receive it and what you think. And so did I receive it? I'll well? ask multiple times, like yesterday, did you have a good Mother's Day? You like, did say that. Did you like the flowers? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's probably just insecurity on my part or, or thinking like, oh, I didn't do enough. But like, I just want to make sure that even the whatever I did made you happy. Aww. You know? Well, that alone is special. Yeah. Well, like, I'm simple. Special. I just, I just love, like I said, as much as I loved that we spent it with our moms, right? When we went for our little social distancing walk at the end of the night, I said to you, I would have been just as happy, if not more, waking up to the flowers, the card, coffee and pancakes with you and G, and that's it. Because what I've realized about myself is that I am an introvert through and You really through, think that? Through and through. When I'm not an introvert, and this is going to sound weird, but when I'm not an introvert is when I'm being paid Filmed. to be an I was say, when the camera's on, you're not an introvert. Yeah. Like in my work world, I can easily be very on, but also who knows? Because I feel like I haven't been on a set in a long time. And I think I would be a lot more careful about how I spend my energy today than I was when I was younger. And I cared so much about being like personable and, and happy-go-lucky. And I think now I would just be more chill and like my yeah. priorities are different. You yeah. know, I'm not going to spend too much energy if I don't necessarily have to. I'll do my job. Yeah. I think part of that just comes from maturity too. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. You guys, I am so excited to have Go Macro as a friend of the pod. Um, so they are a mother-daughter owned and based in a rural community. Go Macro's mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have a positive effect on the world. They're made with crunchy roasted peanuts and Go Macro's very own melt-in-your-mouth peanut butter chips. Their peanut butter macro bars not only taste delicious, but help support farm animal advocacy too, which, you know, really tugs on my heartstrings. And throughout the month of May, 10% of the net proceeds from Go Macro's peanut butter macro bar will be donated to Farm Sanctuary. I've personally been there myself. It is a magical place run by magical people. Please support Go Macro um, with this mission. As one of the nation's largest animal sanctuaries, Farm Sanctuary has rescued thousands of animals and has cared for them at its sanctuaries in New York and California. Farm Sanctuary remains committed to ending cruelty to farm animals by promoting compassionate vegan living through their rescue, education, and advocacy efforts. Join Go Macro in supporting the amazing organization by going to gomacro.com and using promo code ADULTING for 30% off plus free shipping. Thank you guys. Please help. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I, I think in general, when you're younger, you typically like and I still fall on this all the time. Like you just want to please, like you want everybody to like you, you want attention, you want to do the best job possible. And sometimes that means like doing way more than you need to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just, just call it extra. Yeah. 
Um, but as you, as you get a little older and mature, I think it starts fading away a bit. So you got like, it's not really important to do that stuff. Yeah. And I think you can still do your job and you can be hard working and be respectful and responsible, but you don't have to be turned on all the time, especially, you know, as an adult, like, I think I can read through that sometimes now. And I see people around me, you know, not necessarily recently, because I haven't really seen anyone around me, but you can read through like someone who's just putting it on all the time. And I, yeah. I sometimes just want to be like, you can chill. Yeah. Chilling's chill. good. Yeah. <laughs> I like to chill. It is so good. Um, so do you have any adulting is? I know we did this last week and it was kind of fun to like just rapid fire off some Ooh, adulting is. Adulting is doing the dishes first thing on a Monday morning to start the week off right so I, that the kitchen's clean mm-hmm. and your mind is clean and organized and then you can just be off and running. I appreciated that you did that, by the way. It was nice to have all of them clean in the kitchen sink clean. So adulting is for me, um, oh goodness, what is adulting is? I just feel like when you make me a coffee, <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's, that's some adult stuff. Thank you for making me a coffee. It is at the level of quality too. You know yeah. what I mean? And you made milk this morning. You made homemade cashew milk this morning. That's an adulting move. This is all before 8 a.m. Okay. That's big. Yeah. We are, we are. Which is actually kind of late. As of recently, because it's because he slept in today. Yeah. Um, um, any other adulting is like rapid fire? Come on. I mean, adulting is cleaning, knowing that like your parents are coming over, but they're not even going to be in the house. <laughs> that was yesterday. You know what <laughs> I mean? How weird was that? We literally we were like, we got to clean the toilets. We got to because what toilet are they going to use? They could go through the side yard and use the back t- the back bathroom. Like, what was life yesterday morning? The energy we spent, like, just trying to think of how you social distance while, you know, spending time with your moms on Mother's Day. Yep. Dude. Weird. Weird. Anything else? Um, no. Oh, I got it. Adulting is when your partner, when you're done working, puts a new water jug on the water dispenser uh, so that we can right. drink beautiful mountain springs water because that is one of the few luxuries in life that i have no problem not only spending the money on but no problem sacrificing pretty much anything to have yeah like sacrificing my body those things are like 40 pounds and they're so weird to lift they're glass you know what i mean like 40 pounds is nothing let's let's okay yeah sure keep it you know what it is let's tell it straight okay 40 pounds is nothing that's like off of two fingers maybe but it's it's the shape right that is such a like don't don't be a douchey guy that's not you oh he could lift 40 pounds with two fingers you're just doing that because you think that's what you're supposed to say no i was just making a joke um Okay, I can put the so water. She wants me to put these waters on all the time. We go through them in like two days, and it's it's, like, it's, it's so frustrating. I got because guess what? Health is so important. I, I agree. And to me, water is one hundred percent up there on the list. And good quality water and hydrating often throughout the day is what I think helps maintain. It's just a, a very good like health. laborious task. Okay, don't I said laborious, and now you're saying laborious. Whatever. Okay. So those uh, are the adulting is for today. For today. Oh, you know what I want to talk about? So we read our reviews on on iTunes and we love when we get a new one. It's just exciting. Even if it's not, even if it's just critical, like criticism, right? So this last Critical one, criticism. Uh, I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Even when it's criticism. And this last review that we got just said that there wasn't a lot of... Um, 
organization structure. on our show, structure, structure. But which you love. You love structure. Love it. And you're with someone who just runs Hates like it. the wind. Um, so I just want to address that we know there's not a lot of structure to our show. We do try and work at it, but it's just not that kind of thing. I think we just have a show that's a lot more like on the fly, conversational. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say this. We really appreciate the review. Like, oh, even beyond. if it's not amazing, like, it was still good. It was still positive. But and at the end did, of the day. It did help. We did think about it. We were like, well, maybe we can on our Well, one I've of our been naps, saying it since day one. I know. But think describe. about the function, the, like the actual reality of creating a, um, some sort of like structure uh-huh. entails using one of Geo's naps, which are like vital to our life right now to get anything done and sitting down and using that nap to like format some sort of structure and then hope that we're going to stick to it when I'm like, you know what? Maybe on that no, day that, we want to talk about something else. that's the challenge right there. I'll create the structure, but this one over here won't stick to it. It's yeah. like creating a plan like, oh, I'm going to get the morning till 9 a.m., whatever. Never can stick to it. Oh, you mean without Geo? Without Geo. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. I, I just like... I don't know. I like being fluid and yeah, I get it. Anyways, long story short, really appreciate the review. Thank you for being honest with us. Um, we hear you we're going to take that in and, uh, work with it. I would like more structure too. So I'm on your team. Um, <laughs> we just, we got to well, battle we have this two, one. We have two loose little like segments that I think we stick to, which is our adulting wins and fails. I'm all about them because I think it's a great way to open our conversation up. Um, and then our adulting is, which I think is a fun rapid fire. Oh, that's you know, new. That's new. So if there's another structure element that we can add to the the pot that isn't too complicated. You know what? I think I said this when once I read that. It might have been the all the pillow talk last week. That oh, was, this that is was a little bit random. Fear. He's like, no, is that too it, random? No, it's not a fear. Oh. Okay. That's that's who I am and that's what it is, and that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I still need pillow suggestions, is all I'm trying to say right now. Well then put a little question box up box <laughs> box up on Here your we story go. and uh and get some answers. I will. You've got a pretty engaged community right now, my friend. Yeah, we're having fun. You are having fun. Can we talk about the fact Can we talk about words right now? I can't. Fun turns into fun. (laughs) Wait, you did your first Instagram ad. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I don't want to say sorry. I bombarded people with with some stuff, (laughs) right? But it was was cool. I thought it was was quality. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't seen it yet, you better... Oh, you can't can't go there now. I guess you can go to my feed. Yeah, well, there's some stuff on, on my story. Feed, yeah. There's there's going to be more coming. Ooh. Okay. Um, anyways, oh my gosh, we're it, just trying to it was make interesting. ends meet. I used to think, I'll say this because yeah. I think people find it interesting because you've done this for a, a long time now. Uh, and I kind of just watched from the sidelines like when I was in the business world. And um, I thought that it, it was like the easiest thing in the world. I just thought it was way easier than what it actually is. And I'm sure sometimes it is. But it's not as easy as people think. Like you're yeah. creating before it's going through like layers of approval. Um, you have like a designated time that it's got to go up. Um, it's got to be exactly what was approved, which means you have to recreate it exactly mm-hmm. the same way. If somebody has a better idea, let me know because to me that's the most efficient and it still takes a while. Long story short. How many hours do you think you spent on this one ad that you're doing? Um... Up to this point, like maybe, I don't know, somewhere and between somewhere, somewhere between ten and twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people see a a story for an ad of some sort, oh, sorry, my, I just had a crocodile <laughs> in my throat. Excuse me, what? Did you just burp on the <laughs> no, podcast? I didn't. <laughs> well, let me say this too. This is also random. This girl, actually, no, we're not going to go down this route because because it can go tit for tat. Oh. 
You know I can... I I was going to talk about your burps, but it's not necessary. They're just horrible. Okay. (laughs) Um... So anyways, yeah, yeah. 10 to 20. I don't want to ramble about this. 10 to 20 hours. Um, I think it's interesting to hear because yeah. people probably think you just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and no, you make not, a few bucks. It's, it's not like, that. Because, if you really break down how much you really made. <laughs> dude, it, yeah, it's not that. Cause, because the the brands, the companies behind it, they care a lot. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? It has to be exactly what they want. But so. it still has to be organic to you, and that's the happy medium. That's the there, challenge. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. you still have to care about what you're talking about. You have to be honest about what you're talking about. Yep. And then you have to say it in a way that never feels pitchy or salesy. And there's an art to that. And I think like for your first time, you've nailed it. But I think over time, if you're lucky enough to get another ad here and there, which I hope you are, because guess what? Mom's not working very much right now. Um, then you will slowly get it down, you know, to a science. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. It's just like anything else. Like anytime you want to set your mind towards like doing something and doing it at a high level, you just work at it. That's, that's the basis of it, That's the basis. Okay. It's step one and two and that's it. Set a goal and work at it. So should we take a quick break and come back with our guests? Because, um, first of all, we all know today's, well, I'm a huge fan of today's guest. So am I. Oh, my goodness. So today on the show, we're going to have Ilaria Baldwin, and she came and visited us right before we were quarantined, and I did not know that she was actually pregnant at the time. She was newly pregnant, and she's since... um, you know, or released, announced the fact that she's pregnant now again. And she has this beautiful expanding family. And I just love watching her and her beautiful family grow. And she's such a good person. And she's so honest about her struggles to get pregnant and the different challenges she's had throughout the way. Yeah. Um, I really appreciated that part. She was so, um, open and raw about her journey. And, and if you don't know, Ilaria, Obviously, she has a really interesting life, like the story of of meeting Alec and their life together now. Like, it's pretty cool. It's very unique. I didn't know what to expect with her because we didn't know her at all beforehand. But like, I think we both kind of fell in love with the person that she is. She's super kind. She was super honest with us, very loving and nurturing. And uh, I think we just had an amazing conversation about our lives, you know, kind of blended them together. And then we talked about her journey, which (laughs) I was like... (laughs) All in for. Yeah. Let's come back um, with Ilaria Baldwin. So this is an episode that we pre-recorded before quarantine, but it's just so sweet. So we'll be right back. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. So we talked about our new partners, Caldrea, last week, and this company is consciously crafted. They're home and body care brand that that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our homes a beautiful experience. Uh, Caldrea's line of hand care products include both hand soaps and moisturizing lotions, and they're all incredibly effective, thoughtfully formulated, and the smell is truly, it's divine. <laughs> Products use a combination of essential oils and flowers and herbs and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients. Mm-hmm. They clean effectively while allowing you to enjoy the luxurious fragrances. I mean, you can literally have a bottle of this on your counter and it would smell up your whole house. It's delicious. Delicious. Okay. So there's there's one scent that I really love. I think it's the um, the lavender, the lavender cedar leaf. Every time I wash my hands, and I talked about this last week, I wash my hands 84 times a day now with Gio, but I feel like when I wash my hands with that, it, it transports me back to like a time when I was camping as a kid. Oh. And I just love that, that fresh, like foresty smell. 
Um, anyways, now for the good stuff. Get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com. That's C-A-L-D-R-E-A.com. Visit caldrea.com and add wonder to your washing. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, everyone, we are here with Ilaria Baldwin. Thanks for coming on our show. Thanks for having me, guys. I know, it's <laughs> nice to be on this side. Of, you know, now we can be face-to-face. I know, to be honest, I haven't been a guest on that many podcasts. Oh, this, so oh we're this so flattered. Like a, this is like wow. a big deal. So, Ilaria has an amazing podcast for, for mamas, dadas, all kinds of, you know what I mean? It's a great family podcast called Mom Brain. I so related, and, and we chatted a little well, we bit. We loved having you on. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming. We're now in L.A., you're from the East Coast. I know. Came all the way here. Do your podcast. No. We'll take <laughs> no, it, though. We'll take it. No, no, we're rolling with that. I will go with that. We'll go with that. Um, I, well, we brought, like, we brought all the kids. So whenever I travel, I bring all of them. This oh, is so good great. For, okay. Perfect. We're just going to jump right into go this. Go for it. So we are, uh, Gio's almost five months now, and we, we traveled a lot before him. And yeah. obviously, we'd like to do that going forward, too. What is it like traveling with four kids? Because the idea of traveling with even one seems so scary i feel like i don't know you guys well but i feel like you guys are going to be just fine okay and you breastfeed right Mm -hmm. so i feel like that helped me a lot when my kids were little um in terms of like the pressure in their ears going up and going down and i would just breastfeed the baby going up and going down i'm not telling you anything Mm -hmm. genius everybody says do that and if you don't breastfeed you know a bottle or a pacifier at this point i've resorted to lollipops for Mm -hmm. my kids things that like when i had like my one i was like no candy no sugar no this and then it happens, <laughs> and it doesn't have to happen, you know, in a crazy amount. But you definitely, you know, pick your battles and choose your moments. Um, so, I mean, I feel like you just do. And my kids are pretty good. They're, um, you know, we were the kids that would you know, they would get on the plane, and everybody looks at you and like, oh god. And then we would get off the plane, and people would come up to us like they're so well behaved. This oh. is this is the moments where again the things I said I would never do. Where like with the iPad, my kids don't watch a lot of screens. Um, I grew up with no TV. I still to this day do not know how to turn one on. Oh my goodness, um, good for I, you. Well, I don't know if good for me because sometimes it's a little embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Wait, but you're, you're an actress? No, I'm not. Wait, why did we read that you're an actress? Yeah, sometimes people tell me that, and I'm like, That's I don't so know. Funny, there I've must like be something like on the internet. Have you acted at all? I mean, I've done like little spots and stuff like okay. that, but no, I'm definitely not an actress. <laughs> definitely. Not. Oh, how funny! No. But but you have definitely performed. I have performed. No, okay. I'm like I'm a yoga teacher. No, and, we do know that. Yeah, and I I I am a kind of person where when people ask me what I do, and I'm like I don't even know You're where to begin. Trades. I am yeah. a jack of all trades. I'm a mom. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a people they like to call me a health and wellness expert. Although I feel like that sounds kind of pompous, <laughs> so I feel kind of awkward with it. You know, obviously I do my work on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um which I also don't like to use that word either because that also sounds pompous what, too. The influencer yeah, word? that word. Yeah, it's but I like it. do work on Instagram. I do work on Instagram. I kind of do that. <laughs> it's one of those things where I just like, I'm like, don't even, don't even worry about yeah. it. Yeah. fine. You're just, you're just showing your real life and like it's somehow you it's know, on a platform. You know what it is? I used to teach all the time. I opened up a bunch of studios in New York and I would teach all the time and then the more kids that I had, I had to kind of morph my life into wanting to be 
a mom who's really there for them. And I'm very, very lucky and privileged that, you know, I we have a life where I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of pick my spots where I'll go and I'll work for, you know, a handful of days and I'll be like really, really tough hours. And then I get to be home for a handful of days. So, you know, you never have, I'm sure you guys have similar life where you never, you never have a complete set schedule. You're yes. just getting, I remember, you're I just know. getting off of that yeah, set I'm just schedule. Getting off that. Yeah. Um, but, and, and it gets kind of addictive because you, you love your kids and you want to be with them and you don't want to miss a moment. Although I have to say, as they get older, it really is like the days where you go to work, you're like, okay, this is good. This is really? vacation. Okay. And it's not, and I never thought I would say that. And I was like, people who say that hate their kids and they are not like fully present and stuff like that. But you're dealing with, uh, for me, four irrational people. <laughs> and they're pulling you in all different – you're never enough. Mm. And you can be patient and you can be there and you can you don't want to lose it. Um, but there are moments where you can find that me time. And sometimes mm-hmm. that me time is going to work because I love what I do. We sure. had um, – I, I don't know if this – it comes up on our podcast so much. Alexa Von Tobel talked about um, when you go to work, what I used to do is I would always – you know, my kids would cry and they would say, Mommy, I don't want you to go. And I'd be like, I don't want to go either. I wish mm-hmm. you could spend like all of our time together. And she's like, don't do that because you're teaching your kid that work is bad. Mm-hmm. Ah. And you're teaching them that you are suffering all the time when you're apart when you really want them to, you know, spread their wings and fly and enjoy yeah. life. <gasps> I know, it was like such a simple thing mm-hmm. and so genius. So what I do now, what she said to do and I it works so well is I say, you know what, mommy gets to go to work and I'm so excited because I get to do all this stuff and I talk to all these cool people and learn all this cool stuff and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to tell you all about it. And you're going to go to school or play group or whatever your activities are. And you're going to do all this stuff and you're going to come back and you're going to tell me about it. And I have to say that my kids, before we're going through that phase of like, what did you do at school? And they're like, nothing. You know, I'm like, nothing? You did nothing at school? <laughs> and now uh, they like have stuff to tell me because like our plan is, kids love plans. Mm-hmm. Our plan is <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to experience, then we're going to come back and be like, oh, this is what we did today. I and love it's super that. fun. So, I mean, getting back to like our original thing, I feel like um, I, I feel like it's okay to have your like little – little me time. You Don't know? you need it though? You do need it. Although, I mean, one of the biggest things that comes up on, on our podcast and just me with my girlfriends is the, is the mom or dad guilt. Yeah. You know, it's, yes. it's, um, it's very real. It's very real. I mean, I went, I wanted to go work out today and I took like 45 minutes to go work out. And my kids are like, <laughs> literally like pressing their face on the hotel window. Like, <laughs> I'm like, mommy. <laughs> and you feel bad. But then I like actually like waited a minute and I mm-hmm. saw that and all of a sudden like turned around and they're like coloring at the table and I'm like, all right, they're fine. Um, and it's good to have that, that separation and allow everybody to grow and then come back together. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think, um, at what point, well, with your first, let's say, just cause I know the first child is always so different, mm-hmm. right? Did you feel like you could step away for a while and take care of yourself. This took me many children. I probably didn't okay. start to. I mean, I always because my job is fitness. Mm-hmm. I always took care of that part of myself. Oh, good. Um, because it's my job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just become habitual. Right? It becomes habitual. I find that I'm not my best self if I don't. I'm a very namaste relaxed person, but like inside, I'm like I just want to move my body. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I started dancing when I was two, so I like I I've had my whole life has been about fitness and moving and stuff like that, and it feels really good. Um, with my first one, I brought my daughter to every single work thing that I did. Okay. I I 
at that point I was working a lot in extra TV and I literally would bring her to shoots all the time. Just awesome. like you have with your son here. I mean, it's you just want to bring him with you everywhere. Because yeah. then we're going to talk for X amount of time and then you get to go and be with him yeah. again. You know, and, and so then, then she started talking a lot. And my daughter started talking at five months old. Oh, my god! Yeah, and it was weird. Like Wait, like, like words. putting words together? Separate words. Okay. And then after probably by like eight months, she was putting words together. Wow. Yeah, she was an early talker, which I would always be like, oh, look at my daughter. I taught her so many things. And then you think it's like you, but then you realize that it's a lot of them. Do you remember them. the first word? Mama, of course. All oh of them said gosh. mama first. And by the way, this is like a horrible <laughs> thing. But I said, um, everybody told me that they say dad at first. And I'm like, that's not fair. Well, here's what I do. I, I call myself dad. Dada or daddy, and then call her dada or daddy. Yes. Well, well, okay. So this this is my this, this is what I did. I banned dada from the house. Okay. No one was allowed. My mother was visiting one time, and she's like, "Oh, you're dada." I was like, "Don't say that word." Not until she says "mama." But then I felt really bad because she didn't say dada till like eight or ten months, and she was like already saying like "pato," which is duck, and like oh my "no" gosh. and "see," oh. and like my my kids are bilingual. I was gonna say so, that's yeah. so cool. No, that, but it was one of those things where I was like, oh, "Look at Alec," and I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so, that's great! Okay. I know how important it is to find you time. Do you are you guys able to find time for each other, like as a yes. couple? Yes. So one of the best relationship advice that Please. Alec, okay. Alec, who is you know sometimes we always have like our little banter, we make fun of each other, and I was like, ah, oh, he has the worst advice ever. But it was his, <laughs> it was his idea, and he was a genius with this. Is he when we got married and we had Carmen, he said, okay, you're my wife, but you're always going to be my girlfriend. Aww. Oh, that's cool. And we really keep that. You know, we spend, we're best friends. We are polar opposites in every single possible way, but we spend like as much time together as possible. Like, even I'm leaving now and he's mm-hmm. going off to work as well because we are here working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't like that we're not going to be together all Aww. day. And then, like, tonight he's going to go and um, screen a movie that's like way too violent for me. Um, and so I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go with my friends and we're going to have dinner and have some me time after the kids Good. are sleeping. And he's like, I don't like that you're not going to be sitting at the movie with me. And I'm like, well, if it was like, you know, another movie. <laughs> if it was like Rainbow Bright, I would be totally fine with that, but it's not. Um, oh, wow. That's great. So you you figure it out. Like, you know, he has – I mean, I get that because we're sort of similar in that regard. We're very opposite. Mm-hmm. And very. Yeah, very opposite. We're learning that more and more um, the longer we've been together. And we're going on almost nine years. Wow. And oh, I, we just completed nine years. Really? Yeah. Oh, the other day. That's um, – I feel like – I don't know about you, but do you feel like – and everyone goes through different stages at different times but I feel like we're coming into our new phase of our relationship well right you now. are because you, partially because, because you just had parents. a kid I totally. mean that's like that is just a game changer yeah. that happened life. for you too yeah, except we had a kid and we were together for like a year. Okay. So it went really fast. Early year and I got pregnant. Um, oh gosh, maybe it was two years. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. So as parents, we want to encourage our children to pursue their dreams and provide opportunities that give them the best chance to succeed. It's exactly what my parents did for me so that I could pursue acting at a young age and really helped sort of launch, I guess, my career and also my education at the same time. So sometimes that just means optimizing, you know, a child's routine, making it more flexible, more dynamic, so they have more time to focus on the things they love. That's why there's Laurel Springs. Laurel Springs uh, makes it flexible to get your 
education in while, you know, pursuing whatever your interests are. And I think it's something that I would consider doing for Gio, depending on, you know, what his needs are. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, every child is going to be different. Every family situation is different. And I think that's where Laurel Springs really shines with their program. They recognize that every child is unique and has their own personal interests, special talents, and learning styles. And so with that, their flexible learning program offers challenging and diverse elective courses for all kinds of kids and all kinds of learning styles. Um, The best part about Laurel Springs, the two best parts, is they're accredited. They provide online private school for students in kindergarten through 12th grade. Their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. So you can give them this amazing program, and then they can go off and extend or further their education even more afterwards. Yeah, no, it's great. So register your child at laurelsprings.com slash adulting today and receive a waived registration fee. That's laurelsprings.com slash adulting for your waived registration fee. Just go to laurelsprings.com slash adulting. And now back to adulting like a mother father. But, but yeah, no, we went really fast. Yeah. We, he asked me to move in with him three months after wow. we met. Mm-hmm. So you guys met through fitness, right? Is no, everybody thinks that. No. Okay, we met at a restaurant. Okay, so Alec Baldwin doesn't do yoga. Okay. It's just that is the record. Yoga. Does not do yoga. Has done a little, did some yoga with me while he was courting me and okay. then was like, ha ha, gotcha. Yeah, no out. more yoga. <laughs> um, no, we met at a restaurant. I had found the second location to my yoga studio and my I never went out because I worked seven days a week. I usually worked from the weekdays. I'd work from 5 a.m. until 10.30 p.m. Oh I mean, I goodness. was like, and I worked 365 days out of the year. Um, so I, my friends were like, you're going to go out and we're going to get you a glass of wine. It was really warm in New York and it was February 18th. And um, we're, I wanted to sit outside and um, and we're there and we're drinking a little too much. Not too, too much, but like for me, I don't drink that much. So sure. like one, two glasses of wine, I'm like, woo! <laughs> um, and he kept on, you know, make a long story short, he kept on looking at me and my friend was like, Alec Baldwin's looking at you. And I'm like, like I grew up with no TV. I'm like, okay. Um, and then we left and he grabbed my hand. He said, who are you? I must know you. I must know you. Which I feel like is kind of biblical, That's right? Bold it's like it's yeah. bold. It's like a little like. Ee. And to be honest, I wasn't. He wanted my phone number. I said no, good, because Ooh. I don't give my phone number to strangers. Yeah, mm. that's what your mama taught exactly. you, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, he gave me his phone number, and then I didn't call him, and my friend called him, mm. and they're like, "You promised you." Like I was dating like the same kind of guy over and over and over again, and I was kind of like no forward momentum, and like I was working, so it's kind of focused on that. I wasn't really worried about it. But um, my friend said, hey, you, you promised that you would try everything because you don't know what you want. And I think a lot of times we're like, well, this is my, like, um, what, did, what do you say? Your my type. Style, my type. Mm-hmm. My type. Um, this is my type. And I obviously didn't know what my type was because I was dating the wrong type. And so she's like, if you don't know, you got to try it. Just go out to dinner with him. And he called me back after my friend called him mm-hmm. and said um, – and asked me to go out. And he said, do you want to go out in a group setting oh. or just the two of us? And I said, I will take the group setting. Safety. Okay. Okay. Um, and I um, I shared a, a cab home with one of the women that was at the dinner and she proceeded to tell me that, like, I would never hear from him again. I didn't even know it was a date. I'm like, what Interesting. the f- yeah. is going on right now? Like, I'm here – 
everybody's there and like everybody's a lot older than me. Alec and I are 26 years different. Uh-huh. Some of the people were even they were more all than his that. friends, correct? They were his okay, friends. Okay, so give it. or take his years. So none of so no one around your age. No You're one. sitting at this table. I'm sitting at this table. Is he next to you or across from you? Or he was he... like right next to me. Okay, good. And then I'm, you know, I, I'm just don't even know what to do. And yeah. he's like, "Do you want a glass of wine?" I'm like, "Yes, please." Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and then he's like, "I was like, are you going to have a glass of wine?" He's like, "No, I don't drink." And I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> And then I, um, I, I let my two friends dress me, and they like dressed me in all this leather. Oh my god! Which like I typically, I mean, I, I am, a, am a very weird mix of being, you know. I mean, I became vegetarian when I was five. I was vegan for most of my life, and I've kind of, you know, and and I do have things that are leather, but I like it. Don't like, like just do it all yeah. but they were like this is what you wear and oh, I was like it wasn't my goodness. clothes either they just like dressed me in it I looked so ridiculous and then he tells me he's like I ordered vegetarian he's like oh I'm a vegetarian too and I was like oh and he's like I work a lot with PETA and then I think about my clothes and I'm like oh, oh god. My but then my whole thing is like I don't know if this is a date right like is it a date or does he want like a yoga teacher or yeah, does like no or does he just like want like there's so many friends you have lots of friends do you want me to just like be another friend so I left and I like didn't know why but then this woman was very drunk and she like talked all about how he like is just wanted to show you off and like this whole thing and then I felt kind of bad I was like wow like I don't even know what I would want this to be but like that doesn't feel good that somebody would just want me to be there and doing so I did what I should do which I texted him I said thank you for dinner because I was of the type where we always split dinner okay he paid for dinner and i felt like that was like a really big deal and um and he texted me back he said what do you think about dating somebody who's 26 years old and you and i was like oh god oh god that's forward he doesn't waste time he doesn't waste time so um and then it just went fast he spent six weeks we just talked and we spent lots of time together he didn't kiss me for six weeks shook hands (laughs) and i was like this is really weird and then eventually did he he hug you uh, no, we shook hands. Wow. I know. And so he, so but, traditional, but also quite respectful. Very respectful. So like when you would greet and when you would leave each other. Shake hands. Just a firm I handshake? I love it. Friend handshake. Was it, was, it, was it firm? It was like, yeah. It was like, hello, how are you? But then he'd be like, I'm going to marry you. Okay. Wow. And we're going to have kids together and stuff like that. And I was like, I usually think about like, do I want to leave my toothbrush at this guy's house or not? Like, sure. this is like a lot. Because you were how old when you met then? This I was 27. Is tw- yeah. I was 27. Sure. You're still very much dating, figuring yeah, out dating. who you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway, like eventually he just, it just got to be like too much. I was like, Alec, look, if you're going to have these like really strong conversations with me. You have to like kiss me first because maybe I don't <laughs> like it. Okay. And then he was like, oh, okay. And he kissed me. And then, but then six weeks after that, he asked me to move in with him. Did the sparks fly from the first kiss? Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. I'm trying to think back. I don't know, nine years ago. Um, I mean, it was, I think the benefit of talking so much is we really got to know each other. And I think being with somebody who was so much older, he was, he was very cautious that he didn't want to just throw himself into something. Yeah. And whereas I was in my 20s, I'll throw myself yeah. into almost anything at that <laughs> yeah, point, right? I was like, I'll try this. This is okay. Yeah, it's different. Um, yeah, it's super different. different. Um, but he was very clear. He was like, I need to know that you want to have kids. And that wow. was yeah. that was interesting for me because I always like had my mind like, sure, I'll have kids one day. But like, I don't know. I'm 27. Yeah. Um, Did and you have the studios and all that at that I was. Point? That was what I was doing. So, okay. I was just, just teaching all point. the time. Yep. I was just teaching all the time at that point. And um, 
And so, yeah, and also then I would go up, and he lived on, on the Upper West Side, and I could spend the night at his house, and then, like, you know, I'd get up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning to go and teach, and oh, be like, man. what do you yeah. do? Um, and that was interesting as well, you know, being with somebody who earned so much more than I did. You know, I mm-hmm. I made thirty five dollars every two two hours. Wow! Um, and I it was just funny how he would see like wow you're like really dedicated and like oh, for him man. it was great work. And ethic. then I would always I have very good work ethic. Yeah, that is something I have. I'm Capricorn. I have That's very good work right. ethic. When I say I'm going to do something, I show up. Um, I um, I would always put my credit card down. My little I didn't even have a credit you. card. I had a debit card because I didn't believe uh, which was not great. Guys, don't do that. Develop credit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I they had this. Can whole we bring thing you back like, for like a finance episode? Yes, I will do well. That's all I. No, other than that, I don't know. But um, I would put it down, and I would be like, "I'm going to split it." But then I'm thinking, "I'm like, I'm at this place, and it's so expensive." And like, "Oh my gosh, you got to bite the bullet!" But in my head, and of course, like he never let me. But it was one of those things where I was like, I "Can't let him think that I'm in this for the wrong reasons." Good for you. So. That's so funny. That was us too. I was so broke when we met. Yeah. Putting dinners on credit cards, I like, didn't have the money to pay it off. I had just. Finished I had school. no idea though. You just fake it till you make it. You yeah. just It's a. It's a. I guess it's an ego thing, but it's a pride thing. You just mm-hmm. want to show that, like, no. The, and I love that you said you were in it for the right reasons yeah. because. A lot of people, I'm sure, in your situation could have been like, oh, this could well, be fun. Well, all my, not all my friends. Some of my friends were like, oh, have him buy you this. Oh, have yeah, him buy you yeah. that. And then I was like, no, no. Mm-hmm. He had to, I know we, we have to talk about parenting, but this is just kind of a funny story. He had me go to um, get a dress. And everything I had was like either like Forever 21, Mango, mm-hmm. Zara. And that was like a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Urban Outfitters. Um, and I would wear them to events. And then we had to go to like a fancy event. He's like, I want you to go to Barney's. Never heard of Barney's before. <laughs> You're like, what's Barney's? No, now it's closed, <laughs> which I'm like so sad about. Um, but they, um, I went there and like a stylist is like, you know, or a shopper, she's like dressing me all these different things. And like I went with my friend and we like got all dressed up to go. We're like so excited. And I tried and I picked like the most simple dress. It was an Aliyah dress, black, simple. And then she told me, and he's paying for it. And then she told me how much it was. And I had like a panic attack. I was like, he will never speak to me again. This is this is like what, what does a dress like that run? I'm curious. It was because I've heard it of was, it in, in Clueless. It was over. It was like between three and four thousand dollars. What? Yeah. No. Wow. No. Yeah, no. It was. So she's wow. crazy. And I'm, I'm thinking, clueless. I'm like, goes, this isn't a lie. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I. Th- but she told me I picked the most inexpensive dress. Oh my god. I know. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> and it was one of those things that just made me so sure. stressed out. I started crying in Barney's. This personal shopper was like, oh, I'm not gonna make a lot of money off of this one. Oh. You know, they want you like buy this and that and the next thing. And I just like he's not gonna talk to me again. This is not the kind of person I am. So anyway, I had this. They like forced me to like agree to it, and then I was supposed to get shoes in a bag, and I was like, nope, no shoes, oh my no gosh. bag. Don't feel comfortable with this. So do you I, wear like Forever Twenty One shoes? With- <laughs> I leave. I call him. I'm like, thank you so much. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever like owned in my life, and I can't believe that this is my reality. Like it was like one of those things of like a oh, pretty God. woman moment. It was a pretty woman moment. Okay, and 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 but then and then he said. Did you get shoes in a bag? I was like, no, no, can't do that. Don't feel comfortable. Not okay with this. He says, I want you to turn back around and I want you to walk over there and I want you to go get shoes in a bag. Oh so I go back. I find a pair of shoes on the sale rack that fit. <laughs> and it was the most inexpensive pair of shoes that I could find that were like $600, which I was like, why? Why can't you guys have something for like 50 bucks? Come on. Yeah. And then I um, and then I like drew the line of the handbag and I borrowed a handbag from a friend. I love you. I just like couldn't do that. So, yeah. so I anyway, love you. Now let me my... ask you, now that you've been together nine years mm-hmm. and now you, you have a family, a lifestyle together, like is it easier for you to like 
it's easier, it's, right? It You've gets more easier. It to took it. a really well. You come, you come almost desensitized, right? I, well, I don't want to say desensitized. I think that you always want to be conscientious of money. I, I mean, especially once you have kids, mm-hmm. you you kind oh, of teaching think, them. You know, mm-hmm. Well, teaching them, and then also just for yourself, you think like you know what I'm spending now, they may not have for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and and do I really need this? Do I really want? I mean, I'm I've been lucky to work with amazing designers now that will lend me dresses. So I'm not having to buy thousands of dollars yeah. of dresses. I know. See how that works. <laughs> um, and I love them right now. I'm, I'm working with Badgley Mishka, and I love Ooh. Mark and James so much. They're like, it's like family. Um, That's special. And so, yeah, no, it's really special. It makes it like a much more wholesome experience because if I had to go every single time, I'd be like, I can't handle this. I'm and you don't wear to... their dresses. Probably. You wear them like yes. once. Which is so silly. It's, it's the most so unsustainable. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, again, thinking about kids and like environment yes. and everything. Like, you know, every once in a while they'll, they'll gift me one. Mm-hmm. And then I think, okay, I'm going to keep this, and I'm going to pass it down to my daughter. That's beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, no, there's there's things like that. But, you know, ultimately, I, I've, I've entered more into that world, and you get a little bit more comfortable with it. But I still am, you know. Like, when I get him a gift for Christmas, I use my own money. We obviously, Aww. we have, like, our money, sure. our family money, and we're never, like, thinking about that. But I'm, like, I have, like, my little, like, gifting, like, stash. I'm, like, I do not want this to be, like... A present That's so that, cool. Well, then it's more of a surprise too. He doesn't see it. He doesn't. Or the he accountant does, or whoever exactly. handles he doesn't, doesn't see it. See and it. You take drives it. him crazy. He's like, "Why do you always do that?" Like, I love okay. that. Oh, <laughs> what an interesting uh, dynamic! All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. So if you guys haven't heard about Causebox by now, um, I'm going to tell you a little about it. I feel like I'm kind of a subscription pro at this point, but I'm very selective about the boxes that I support. And this one's a really good one because it comes four times per year and it's curated by women for women. It's filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that have a positive mission to give back and make the world better. I Love that. So the last four boxes sold out within days, which I can believe because you get over $250 worth of products for less than $50. And every cause box is a limited edition and it comes with six to eight full-size products. You can get everything from skincare and jewelry to home stuff and and cool accessories. I mean, our last one came with a bag and like a little to-go box and a wine-like thermos. I mean, it was so cool. And the amazing thing about Cosbox is that it's not filled with random stuff. They just send you quality products that you're going to love and you're going to actually use in your everyday. And I I just think that that's important. You don't want to just collect things that aren't necessities anymore. So, um, Check out Causebox, okay? Um, go to causebox.com slash adulting and use the code adulting, okay? That'll get you 30% off your first box. Um, and it's over $250 worth of value. That's less than $39 a box and free shipping. So if you haven't gotten your Causebox yet, go check it out before they sell out. And um, I think you're going to love it. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. So yes. 26 years apart, you guys have four kids mm-hmm. together. So you guys, so you had kids very quickly, right? We had kids They're very all quickly. Was that one what and... you wanted? So I started getting a little freaked out after getting married. We got married after a year. And then I, and he wanted to have kids right away. And I 
was like, I don't know. I feel like we should be married for a little bit. This feels like a lot. I was 28. Um, and then I've, and he got, I want to be, to be honest, like a little bit upset with me of like, this was what we agreed with. And yeah. so we weren't trying, but we weren't not, not trying. And I found, I got pregnant like five months after we got married. And that was Carmen. Mm. Um, and then I got pregnant. And you can get bre- pregnant while breastfeeding because I was oh. breastfeeding. Yep, be careful there. Um, <laughs> and I breastfeed a lot. So, like, it's like, oh, it wasn't like mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I, like, have, like, multiple freezers full of milk. Like, I store about 40 ounces a day wow, at, towards, like, the first six months. And then, like, it starts to get a little less. And as they want to drink more. Um, and um, anyway, so I got pregnant with Raf when Carmen was, like, a little over one and then I got pregnant with Leo when Rafa was six months old breastfeeding um yeah and then I got pregnant with Romeo while I was breastfeeding Leo surely at some point in that journey you felt overwhelmed right yeah I would say definitely when I found out that I was pregnant when my son was six months old I guess I knew I was pregnant with with one and two I didn't quite knew I was pregnant right away um but then I felt it so soon when I got pregnant with Leo. And I think just your body, it's almost like, I like to equate it to like a bee sting. I've actually never had a bee sting. But like I've heard if you have a bee sting, the first one's not so bad. But the second one, your body reacts. Mm. Mm. And I feel like that's kind of like with pregnancy. Like you might not know the first one, but then all of a sudden your body's like, we're doing this. And it just like overwhelms you with like the waves of the hormones and just like everything. So I knew I was pregnant with Leo and I went to get like blood tests, everything. And they're like, you're not pregnant. They're like, you probably just want to be pregnant. I was like, my kid's six months old. Do you think I want to be pregnant right now? I'm really stressed out about this. And then I waited another week and everything turned out positive. But it's one of those things of like, you know, I knew, I always know now before I can take a test. You could just feel it. I become like dumb. I like walk into things. You just become like a klutz. Okay. Um, and nauseous and tired and just yeah. like off. And what's weird is that you, you've you already, if you're breastfeeding, you, you typically don't have your period. So that's like the I first. Do. Oh, you, I do. Really? I get mine right away. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you are. I just get ready to all go. That cycle. Wow. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. I still haven't gotten mine it's yet. It's more typical not to get it. Uh-huh. That's um, what I've heard. But I, and then with my last one, it was a little bit different. It like took a little, and then it was a, not as regular, but with my first three, it was very regular. Okay. Interesting. Where, where did those, the miscarriages happen then? So I had, um, I had Carmen, Rafa, Leo, Romeo. I actually had two. Do you know what a chemical pregnancy is? Yes. So I had mm-hmm. so chemical pregnancy is basically when the sperm and they connect, but they don't connect to the uterine lining. It's really common. Most people okay. don't know that they have them, except mm-hmm. I know I'm pregnant right away, and um, and they the numbers don't go up very high, and it's basically usually something wrong, and you just it's almost like you get your period a couple of days late. So they're super super common, and people just don't know. They just think my period's a couple of days late. So I had one actually before we. Uh, got married and then I had one in between Leo and Romeo and the last that was the last time that I had my period before I got pregnant with Romeo so those were I've had chemical pregnancies I for me um, I I don't kind of add that to my miscarriage list and then I had um, and then then I had a miscarriage with um, in last spring um, and it was one of these where I, I had felt like I had never had a miscarriage before. And they say one in five babies or one in five pregnancies ends in miscarriage. So it felt like, okay, well, I'm the perfect statistic. The heartbeat was never right. 
was mm. never good from the beginning. Um, and I think my body tends to hold on to pregnancies really strong. So I feel like if my body didn't do that, it probably would have released it, but it didn't. And then, um, you know, and I decided as I was having the miscarriage to come out and talk about it because I just get so frustrated with how secretive um, life can be and then how, you know, the nature of my life where people are constantly wanting to know what's going on. And I feel like it's just better sometimes to say it. And then also I feel like it's something that's not spoken about enough. Um, It's so common. Um, And it, it helped me through that, even though I could kind of wrap my mind around it. It helped me through that. Then I got pregnant again, um, I want to say maybe like late August or something like that. And and then I had a miscarriage of four months. Oh, wow. And that was really emotionally tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I at the same time, it, that pregnancy never felt right. Hmm, the heartbeat was fine. I was bleeding during my first trimester. I never bleed. I had a, um, a clot inside, uh, inside the placenta. Um, and I didn't feel her move a lot, mm. and and I, you know, I mean, I would say that to to my doctors, and they would say you really can't feel a baby move yet, and I'm like, I do, okay. For, first of all, like after my first one, I started feeling my babies move around nine, ten weeks, not like all the time, but you feel almost like a little fish or a mm-hmm. little like people yeah. like to say a butterfly. For mm-hmm. me, it feels like a fish, but like it's just like a little like tapping mm-hmm. um, every once in a while, and I just didn't feel her move that much. So I went to a sonogram, just a normal like sixteen week sonogram, and and she had died a few days before. Oh my god, that was tough. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Um. And what I did is I I went home and I decided that I couldn't handle one more person congratulating me and being excited about it. So I just told everybody right away. Good. For how'd you. you How'd you do that? I took a video to tell, to show Alec how because it was hard because I know I try not that I try not to cry on my kids because I think that they should see their parents be emotional but yeah. I try not to like traumatize them mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. they're not okay if mommy and is not okay or daddy's sure, not okay sure. um, but I was obviously extraordinarily upset and it was interesting because my daughter who's like a mini mommy she's very nurturing um, she fights with her brothers and like definitely pokes at them and does that but she also has this very like nurturing personality she was in bed with me and she was hugging me and um, I didn't really tell her what had happened but I said you know I, I knew you were so excited about your sister because she's got three brothers um, and she has an older sister Ireland but she really wants a little sister um, but I, I know you were really excited and, and she's not going to come right now that maybe mm. I'm okay. I can breathe it out. Um, Maybe she'll come in the future, but she's not going to come right now. And she was like, Mommy, I'm so sorry. So I took a video of her saying these things to send to Alec um, because I just had to tell people right away. You know, some people would be like, oh, why don't you wait until – why don't you wait? Thank you. Why don't you wait until – until you, he comes home and like you, when you're that sad you can't wait yeah sure I mean like great yeah. if I was a more perfect mother maybe I would no. wait but like <laughs> it was like perfectly. this is just the way that it's gonna be um, and um, and then I just decided to post that because I didn't have the energy and it was kind of a weird thing in hindsight to like post myself crying and talking to my daughter but at the same time like I just don't I didn't have the ability to curate something that other people were gonna be like oh well this is what you should have done there's no there's, there's no, no right shit. or wrong and way and you can't it's nothing for me had been more painful than that moment of course so you just like yeah, I don't care yeah, I don't care of this course. is the information and I don't care there you go and then I and then I I cried so much that my I don't 
Again, I don't cry that much. Um, I could not open my eyes the next morning. And I couldn't believe that the body made so many tears. <laughs> but I just continued to talk about it. And I started going to therapy, and I talked a lot about my husband. I had to get surgery the next day. I just sleep with her inside of me one night, and that was horrible. Um, and, you know, and it's it's interesting because it will always, I think, be sad and will always be painful. But for me, the more that I process it, the more that I talk about it, the more real it is. And when you have something that's real, when you really make it, you know, you're not dissociating from it, you're not removing yourself from it, that's when you can start to heal. And I'm at the point now where, you know, it's it's part of my life, it's part of my journey and yeah. And, you know, I I accept it. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Yes, that that's really powerful. I am sure some of our listeners have gone through similar experiences. I know experiences. people in our own lives. I where, promise you they have. Oh, ab- it's very common and I think a lot of people like you said, you know, don't talk about it. Um, and that's everyone has their own way of healing but it's really special to hear that you are using your voice your platform to share that it is normal and that it is difficult and Mm -hmm. that people are going to go through the process in their own way you know life my my doctor said to me he said life and uh and childbearing or childbirth i forget what exactly what the word was um he said are not benevolent Mm. you know we don't have it all figured out sure and we can try to rationalize it in lots of different ways and feel like, well, you have four other kids. And it's like, well, you know, if one thing happened to Carmen or Leo or Rafa, would you say I had three more? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. So, I mean, I, I asked on my Instagram um, if people had had experiences, and I didn't publish them, obviously, because I wanted, you know, they're private. Um, but I got, I don't know how many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of responses um, and just people telling their stories and the reasons why. I was ashamed. I didn't want to burden people. I didn't want to be a attention seeker. Yeah. Um, I didn't want people to think I was barren. Mm. All these things. And you're like, barren? Oh this is 2020. I know. We're saying barren? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, I I feel like it is something that needs to be talked about more and more if people want to be. I mean, you know what I mean? If that's sure. not the way that you want to process things, you don't have to do it that way. But it should be an option. Yep. 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 Wow. So... <laughs> I hate to leave it there, but we want to say thank you. That That's really powerful. So thank you for sharing that. What I'd like to do almost, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Maybe we can we can pick Ooh, it up for maybe part we go two to at some point. I know. We talked about such heavy things. Yeah. No, but you know what? That's, let me tell you, parenting is not all rainbows and sunshines. Like there's a lot, a lot, right, to it. So we would love to chat more with you. And thank you again for making the effort well, to come and sit for, with us. Thank We're you guys such for big... having me. I didn't talk about mom brain. We did talk about mom brain. Mom oh, brain. don't no, worry. We we'll did. make sure okay. that everyone. We, we, we I, was like, plug it. I was like, kill, kill me. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> mom brain is, I, I already said on my Instagram story, it's one of my favorites. And, and I think just parents in general just need an outlet to hear other people talk and vent. So we appreciate you doing what you do. Thank you. Thank you guys Aww. for having thank me. Thank you. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Hello, adulters. Our friends at Geico wanted to share a really special message. That's right. And it goes a little something like this. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now it's Geico's turn to share too with the Geico Give Back. A 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. 
Visit geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. Learn more about Geico's 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies at geico.com slash give back. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. And we're back. So I want to touch on a few things, okay, um, that are weighing on me pretty heavy right now. Speaking with Ilaria and hearing that um, conversation back just really helps bring this message home for me that I felt, yes, like on Mother's Day as well. I honestly understand how lucky I am to be a mom and how it's not, it's a journey for some people to be lucky enough to conceive or, you know, even adopt. It's, if you want to be a mom, it's really like kind of a miracle in a lot of ways. Like a lot of things have to align for it to even happen. And hearing, I mean, she has a beautiful large family and just hearing her have her own struggles, like just makes me remember like, gosh, I feel so lucky that it went the way it went for us. And I understand the people out there that are struggling to become moms. Like I just want to like give them big hugs and just say, it's all going to be okay. And you know, sorry for that to be deep and heavy, but like, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I mean, we've seen it with close friends around us who've struggled for years to get pregnant. And it's, what's really interesting about it is it's not something you think about until you have to think about it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like when you're young, you just kind of think that that's the general path of life is like, you'll get to a certain point where you have somebody and, and you have kids or whatever, you get pregnant easily. Like you don't even think about how the process works. Um, but for many reasons, some people just have a really hard time having that happen for them. That and, you know, let's say you're lucky enough to get pregnant, you're still not completely out of the clear. Like for some, and yeah, for some, like you, you spend a lot of nights and days throughout your journey thinking, oh my gosh, I just hope this baby's healthy and happy and safe and comes to us healthy and happy and safe. And it's like crazy to like, I feel like that is a real coming of an adult sort of mentality is to think about the details and like to really care about just things that like you said you never really think about as a kid i thought i was gonna have six kids i didn't think about how challenging it could be to get pregnant have the baby then grow the children and like i just was like this is what it is yep and And now it's real yeah and i think that i mean it's hard because we didn't have that experience you know but i try to put myself in, in other people's shoes and empathize like i think the toughest part would just be the mental journey of thinking like here i am at at a point in my life where this is, I I don't want anything more than this. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm struggling to do, to, to get that. Um, but it's something that you almost feel like as a human just should come naturally. I know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To think about like, it may not even be a possibility for you or you're really going to have to work at it. Um, in many situations, like you can go the route, uh, through IVF and it's really expensive. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Even adoption is, is equally as expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think like that part is wild and I have so much respect and admiration for people who go through that. And a lot of times they do it quietly because of, I don't know whether it's fears of what people might think of them, uh, or insecurity, whatever. Or what about just like the realness of like feeling the actual feelings and emotions throughout the way and like not wanting to feel 
like they're real because if you admit it out loud then you get the sympathy and sometimes you just want to be able to like be in it yeah i think that's that's your course of action you know what i mean which which i understand let me see if i can explain this right like oftentimes in our relationship or things that are going on that i see from you because i'm around all the time you'll you'd rather just not acknowledge it and so in your mind if you don't acknowledge it it's not real Mm, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, w- I would imagine that there are people that do that through their pregnancy journey, but I think it's hard to ignore those kinds of things. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times, like I watched it with a really close friend of mine, you're just locked in with your partner. Yep. It's a very personal and intimate thing. Um, and it can create like massive insecurities because mm-hmm. oftentimes it's either like the male or the female that is having an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like to think that like you're the cause of like not being able to 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 give your partner something and like to experience you know something as wonderful as the birth of your child is crazy and it would be a very difficult thing to go through so all i was trying to say was i just have admiration for people going through that mm-hmm. and and although i've never been in those shoes i I can empathize and I know just the intensity of the feelings around finding out that you're pregnant mm-hmm. and like going through that journey and then ultimately getting to the day where like your child comes into the world. It's, it's unbelievable. I know. I know. I think people who go through their process, whatever that may be, um, become so much stronger from it. And I think, it's, uh, just imagine the appreciation. Like if you're, I, that's what I was just thinking. If you're, like, I don't want to get too specific because everybody's journey is a little different uh, or very different actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thinking of a buddy and, and you know, their journey was like years, like two to three years. Imagine the appreciation that you have I know. for that child coming into the world at that point after you've been working at it for that long. I know. I thought about their mother's day yesterday yeah. and how real and just special it must've felt. Dude, yeah, you you like it. You cannot put it into words. Like you just you wouldn't look at anybody or anything else in the world the same. I know. You know, mm-hmm. it's very special. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I guess yeah. I don't want to go too too much into that, but I just want everyone to know who's listening. If you know someone or who, or maybe yourself, you know, you're going through some sort of challenge to conceive or to bring a baby into your life, like our hearts are with you 100%. Like we just want to send our love. And I know how challenging a day like Mother's Day could be for some. And um, just know that you're not alone and that you are so loved and, you know, just keep hanging in there. Yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, it's so, it's, it's, I keep looking over at the monitor at our little one and he's still asleep. I love it. What a, what amazing, what an amazing, like I, you never know. Okay. You put Geo down. It could be a 30 minute nap. Most are. Most are probably between 30 and 45 minutes if we had to guess. But sometimes you get a lucky like hour and a half to two hour stretch where you're like, I didn't prepare for this. Mm-hmm. I need like a task list in the event that like he sleeps for that. Long. Yeah. You, you, like you tend to like not even be efficient during those ones because it's it's so off, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's so true. Oh, um, how do you feel? I feel, I feel good. 
Yeah. Um, I, I know I said it so many times leading in, but like, I really enjoyed the conversation with Ilaria. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it made the episode or not, but I feel like there was so much more to talk about. Oh, and I, I can't wait to talk to her now, now that she's pregnant again. I mean, I'm watching, I literally told her we've been talking over DM and I, she's first of all, another mom in my Rolodex now that I like turn to and just feel like just a lot of respect for. Um, but it's been cool to see her pregnant again and doing her workouts in her bathroom and keeping it all together with her big, beautiful family. I just, mm-hmm. I'm like blown away by it. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind to see someone just do it. And again, like we see what we see on Instagram, but like she really does. She is a mama. No, she's the real through. deal. Real deal. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed um, that conversation. Obviously she, she has a podcast. Okay. And she also obviously is on Instagram. So check her out, enjoy her beautiful family and their journey. And, um, I guess that's it, huh? That's it for now. But join us, join us back next week. Yeah. (laughs) Where we will structure it up a little more, more pillow talk. Oh my gosh. All right, guys, we love you. And, uh, we will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of adulting like a mother father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the direct message network on podcast one. Thank you.